Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Thursday, May 27th, 2021. And yes, it was my birthday yesterday, as I mentioned here on the show. And it was a good day yesterday. Hey, I was at work all day, but you know, my text made sure uh, to let everyone know who came into the pharmacy that I had turned 40 yesterday. Oh yeah, they had these big gold balloons, you know, with the big four zero. So of course, every patient coming in had to ask, oh, whose birthday is it? And they made sure to let them know whose birthday it was. Uh, I got a nice little Star Wars cake, a uh, Star Wars Bad Batch cake. It actually had Vader's head on it. And then said, you know, happy 40th birthday from the Bad Batch. So, you know, I, I'll give them an A for effort, right? They uh, they, they tried. You know, they, they had Vader on there and and do. I think, you know, I only have one tech who really is a, a Star Wars fan. And I'm sure he had nothing to do with ordering the cake. But um, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, they actually got me a, uh, a little uh, Mandalorian pop figure, too. I think it's the first run of those. It was kind of this little collector's box. So uh, it was pretty sweet. And a uh, Mandalorian Tervis. So uh, it was awesome. Big thanks to my crew, obviously, in the pharmacy. Uh, they really made the day, even though I was stuck at work, made it still a, a good birthday. And then, of course, you know, we had a, I got home and, you know, we had more cake here at home. And uh, the, what I wanted to do, because I, I talked before how we got the uh, At Legends Ultimate Arcade that I wanted that to, you know, that's basically my birthday present. Uh, part of well, part of it was my birthday present, let's put it that way. Um, but we did a big family uh, arcade night last night and basically played a bunch of the classics, kept track of the high scores. And in the end, my son actually won. My son defeated us. That kid, I mean, he's never played, I say never, he's played Space Invaders and Centipede a couple times. But I mean, he was beating my score on only one life and like crushing it. I think it was on, um, was it Space Invaders? He like doubled my score. And I mean, I was always in second to him, but I beat him on Pac-Man and I beat him on Puzzle Bobble. That was the other one, which usually he wins because we do play Puzzle Bobble a lot. Um, I was able to take him out on that. But uh, we had a good time last night. So uh, thank you for all the birthday wishes, everyone. Do appreciate it. Uh, it definitely was uh, was a good day for sure. But let's talk today. We got some good news here. Lots of things happening today. Uh, as I've been mentioning here today, actually, as you're listening to this, this, this evening or this afternoon, I guess, is the uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, big gameplay reveal, so go check that out later today. I think it was at 5 p.m. Eastern, I think that was going to be on. Uh, 14 minutes of Horizon Forbidden West. But, hey, we're kind of into E3 time, right? So we're getting all these big reveals. And uh, we have learned that on June 13th, Microsoft is going to hold their, and I love this title. This is just great. This, I mean, this, this title right here is just like a dream come true. Xbox and Bethesda showcase it's gonna be 90 minutes long we know we're gonna see halo infinite you know hopefully we're gonna see some starfield man i mean even the logo shows that i mean we see a bunch of halo characters you know halo infinite see a bunch of spartans and then on the bottom on the bethesda side you kind of see what looks to be just space so i think we are definitely going to be getting our big first starfield reveal um i cannot wait for this event it's happening at uh, 1 p.m eastern on june 13th and uh, I will definitely be tuning into that, as I'm sure many of you will, as all, as uh, also, because uh, you know it's an exciting time to be a gamer as we're leading here into E3. Now we also learned this Friday, so tomorrow, uh, Ubisoft is going to be showing off uh, gameplay from Far Cry 6. Uh, so very excited to see this as well. This was uh, supposed to come out last October. Um, we are going to get the reveal uh, tomorrow at 12:30 p.m. so noon, so 9:30 a.m. Pacific time. 
Uh, they're going to be showing some gameplay. Not exactly sure what this is going to entail. It's going to be, you know, kind of a longer formatted um, event or if it's just going to be more of a trailer. But remember, this is uh, the game that has Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad in it uh, or from The Mandalorian, if you want to say. Um, really looking forward to that. And I know uh, Ubisoft's E3 presentation is on June 12th. So I'm sure that'll be where, really where we'll get kind of the bigger deep dive. Um, but at least we're going to get some gameplay here and kind of see maybe what uh, kind of next gen Far Cry looks like really looking forward to that i don't know if any of you are really big far cry fans i mean it's a series that um is uh, is really fun you know when you kind of look at the open world that it offers and kind of all the different tools they throw at you and then you know it's kind of your choice on how you're going to go through the different encounters i mean as the the more the latest far cries um it really kind of opened up that gameplay you know when you go back to like far cry 2 um where they kind of really started that um they've really kind of um just you know that game has gone through many evolutions and kind of where it is now is, is actually really neat. Um, so I'm really interested to see kind of how that goes. And then the story, I mean, these games are always kind of dark, especially like the last one was dark with the cult and all that kind of out in the Midwest. So who knows what the story is going to entail in this one. Uh, now I woke up this morning and, um, usually every time before I get ready to record, I'm kind of scrolling through, uh, kind of what's trending, kind of see if there's anything that kind of broke over the night. And uh, I started seeing last night lots of uh, stories and tweets about this Nintendo Switch Pro reveal that is expected to actually happen before E3, which means in a matter of a week or two, we're going to be getting uh, the announcement of a Switch Pro. Now, you know, the idea here is that they're going to put out a new um, console, essentially, that's going to have, you know, it's going to be more powerful, have a better screen, um, you know, kind of all the bells and whistles there that you would want. Now... You know, Nintendo, obviously, nothing official here coming out of Nintendo. They haven't mentioned anything yet. Um, it is being said that the price point would definitely be higher, of course, than, than the regular Switch. But it's kind of meant to replace the base Switch right now and kind of have that be your base and then have the Switch Lite kind of out there. So kind of think how, like, the new 3DS kind of had come out and, you know, had a little bit was a little bit more beefier, uh, maybe had a little bit more um, horsepower under the hood. I think that's what this is the plan to be. Now, my only question is that's great but what are the games right because we look at what's coming out this year we know we're getting the um twilight princess which is twilight princess not twilight princess uh skyward sword uh kind of re-release but i think that was set to come out at the end of july we don't really know what's coming this fall and so you know is that going to be our breath of the wild 2 is that what we're going to be getting and that's why we need to be buying this console now look i know nintendo fans buy this stuff up regardless. I mean, Nintendo changes the color of its system and, and fans go bananas over it and buy it. But for me, I'm looking at it as what are the Nintendo games that I need to be buying? Because honestly, right now, I haven't really touched my Switch in a long time. Like, And, and when I say that, I'm talking like probably a year. My kids have just really been playing Fortnite on it. Now, I know there's a lot of been a lot of great independent games and indie games. Um, and in theory, that's why I would tell someone really to buy a Switch, you know, on unless you're just a big Marvel or um, Nintendo fan, but you know, I didn't get any animal crossing. Um, I kind of look back at their exclusives and right now it's really just kind of been this hole. you know, I'm, I'm buying Nintendo for a couple series, you know, it's, it's obviously Mario, it's Zelda, hopefully Metroid at some point. I mean, my, my dream would be that we have a Metroid four or Metroid prime four launch this fall. I don't see that. I think it's, if anything, we may get breath of the wild, you know, I mean, we've seen a couple trailers here the last couple of years for that that they've been kind of revealing here over what the last year and a half, two years. Maybe that's kind of why we're releasing Skyward, or they're, they're releasing Skyward Sword uh, right now here at the end of July or August, whatever month that was. And then in like November, we get 
Breath of the Wild 2. And if that's the case, my question is, how well does that game run on a base Switch? Because I still have my launch day Switch, and I don't want... I really hope that it doesn't turn into the case where we had with um, the new 3DS, where you had Hyrule Warriors came out on the 3DS, and it ran great on the new 3DS. Awesome, right? Ran, ran fantastic. But on a base 3DS, it ran like garbage. In a game like Breath of the Wild 2, I mean, that's not Hyrule Warriors, right? That is like your marquee game that so many people are just so excited to get. Um, so, you know, it's like, okay, well, am I, I bought a you know, PS5 last fall. I bought a Series X. Am I going to be buying a Switch Pro? I guess maybe I'll have to if, it, if it's a Breath of the Wild or if it's Metroid, right? Because same thing with Metroid. Like, is it only going to run well on that Switch Pro and not run well on those base Switches? I don't know. So I'm really kind of, you know, I need more info on this. If it's true, again, got to wait and see. I mean, we've heard some rumors for a while now about a Switch Pro for probably about the last year. But, uh, you know, in this case, um, this seems to be a little bit more valid. This isn't just kind of people throwing out, um, you know, some ideas here. There seems to be some sort of uh, contacts and basis for this. Uh, one final thing here before we move on past video games. I would just like to plead to the people at NetMarble Marble and the makers of Marvel Future Revolution. Uh, a game I've talked about here on the show before. It is a, uh, oh, the, let's see, they're, they're billing it as Marvel's first open world RPG on mobile. That right there is super exciting. And they really haven't put out, I mean, they've put out some videos and they say it's true gameplay. You know, take it for what it is. There is no UI and these videos are kind of old now. But I've been following this Twitter account for a while. And even Matt, Matt Clark of the Discord is as well. He's just started kind of messaging us about this too. Oh, it's just kind of funny because I, you know, I follow, I've been following this, like waiting for this game. And I have my notifications on. And over about the last two or three weeks, they've suddenly started every day, like, tweeting out, like, like last night, they put one out about this Groot, and it's just like, I am Groot, and it's just a picture of Groot, or there's one of Zola, or there's one of uh, Midgardia, and, like, all these different, pla like, places and characters every day putting out a, what looks to be awesome screenshot or concept art, whatever it is, but we still don't have a release date for this game or gameplay, Please, Marvel Future Revolution, I am pleading to you, please, 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 give us some information soon. E3 is around the corner, or just launch the game, please, please, or give me gameplay, tell me more about it, because I'm really intrigued about this game. I'm looking for a new Marvel MMO. I've talked about before how Marvel Heroes, I absolutely loved it, and you shut it down, and yes, I know there is whatever kind of the precursor to this game is from them uh, out there, but I never really got into that game. And I want this to be my new game. And so please, please, Marvel Future Revolution, stop teasing us. Give us a release date. That's what we all need, please. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just had to take some time out of the show here and plead to them to do that. If you haven't, go check this game out, Marvel Future Revolution. Follow it on Twitter because you know when this game launches, well, I'm going to be talking the hell out of it here on the podcast. Uh, kind of like Chris and I did with Marvel Strike Force. Uh, I remember when that launched. We were all hyped for that game. And I have a feeling this game is going to kind of be filling that role. When it does finally launch. Uh, let's switch over here to some movie news. we got two, two kind of big stories here. First up, big deal yesterday. Amazon has purchased MGM for $8.45 billion. Now, MGM, I know, has been a little bit diminished over the past couple of years. But the big one here that they're getting, of course, is James Bond. Uh, even Rocky is part of it, too. Uh, but some of the other movies that you know and love have kind of the rights have kind of been you know divvied out here through the years. But James Bond is the big one coming here uh, to Amazon, which, you know, eight Four or five billion. You know, you see that number and you think, wow. But you think like Disney bought just Star Wars for what, 
was it 5 billion, I think, or 4 billion, somewhere between there. Um, but, you know, the, the namesake of MGM, come, there's a lot that comes with that. Uh, there's a lot, um, obviously, the whole back catalog, which then they can throw up on Amazon Prime if they choose to. Plus, Amazon now, being that they are kind of becoming a big player in original content, that enables them to do a lot more. Imagine a James Bond series. I mean, I don't know. I think that'd be pretty sweet if they could do that somehow. Or I, I don't know. I'm not even going to really speculate here, but um, there's a lot they could do with that. And, and again, just kind of interesting how these you know streaming services are, are picking up these studios and things like that and these IPs because we are now really in the streaming future. It's not even the streaming future anymore. It's the streaming now. Um, so I just thought that was kind of a big deal yesterday when it comes to streaming services. And finally here today, another big news here, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who many of you know as Quicksilver from the MCU. Uh, yeah, they've uh, recast Pietro as Craven the Hunter in uh, the new Spider-Man standalone movie that will be coming out from Sony. So we're going to get, obviously, a standalone Sony. So we have, obviously, Venom. We have um, uh, Morbius. And now we will have craven craven the hunter so at some point you know they all got to come together and kind of do like a sinister six style thing with spider-man um but uh pretty neat you know i think kind of casting him but it's just kind of funny you know like they recast pietro yeah they did as craven um and you know craven it was funny i mentioned that podcast i listened to over the weekend the marvel method with kevin smith and uh method man and kevin said like one of his favorite story arcs of all time is craven's last hunt and if you haven't read that, go check it out. Basically, Craven buries Spider-Man alive and, um, you know, tries to kill him. And, and, and doing so, then picks up the mantle of Spider-Man and tries to be, be Spider-Man while Spider-Man is kind of buried underground. But then Spider-Man comes up. I'm not going to spoil how it ends, but it's pretty uh, pretty tragic. Pretty incredible, actually. Um, but uh, I think it's uh, that's going to be a hell of a movie, I think, to see. Um, you know, uh, Craven. he is just a badass, vicious, vicious enemy. And uh, kind of unlike anything we've seen um, really in the Marvel Universe. So um, we'll see how that movie turns out when it finally launches. I think it's being set to release um, uh, January 13th, I think they're saying. twenty. Yeah, January 13th, 2023. So still a bit of ways away, but uh, we shall see. All right, well, that's going to do it for me here today, guys. Remember, tomorrow being Friday, it will be Bad Batch Friday. So be set to tune in to Episode 5 of the Bad Batch. We will see where the uh, story carries carries our uh, our group of uh, stormtroopers and see kind of where it goes. Although, are they really stormtroopers anymore? I don't know. They're clone troopers, but are they really? They're just kind of their own now. I don't know. We'll see tomorrow where it goes. Uh, but as always, big thanks everyone for uh, listening to the show. You can always follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-E-R-K-T-U-R-C. And you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Well, everybody, have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.